theoretically possible. Why waste time? But it doesn't make any sense. Discovery Houston, press to ATO. Three, two, one. Here we are, ready for takeoff. This is going to be an adventure story. Yeah, we're excited to share this story with you guys. We did allude to it in one of the episodes when we were kind of recapping Miami and stuff like that. But yes. I think this story definitely deserves its own episode because yeah. it was very, very interesting. Right. And it was, once again, a merge of the digital world with the real world. And that's something that we're both very excited about, very fascinated by, and looking forward to seeing how it continues to evolve. And this was, I don't even know. All right. So first off, let's just tell our wonderful friends. We have an episode where we talked about our first interaction with having a non-fungible token scavenger hunt. Yeah. In person over three days, we did a scavenger hunt over Twitter with this collector named G money. Yeah. Um, Pretty big boss. Pretty amazing, his journey. It really, yeah, it's really fun. So I recommend you listen to that if you haven't already. But um, this was another experience that we had uh, related to NFTs over our time in Miami. And this actually required us to kind of really go outside of where we were at for the most for the majority of the week in Wynwood, which is the art district in Miami. That's where the actual conference was at. That's Mm -hmm. where the scavenger hunt was at as well. Um, We got this invitation we we were just basically shown that this was happening Mm -hmm. um and we we went there because we thought you know what this is part of the experience of being here right Right. there are there are not very many people here who um well i think that in terms of what we were trying to seek we were just trying to seek as many experiences as possible right that we were just super open that's what we were there for it's just like meet amazing great people and experience all the things that we can a lot of learning a lot of learning we were just very open we're like sponges trying to soak it all in so when we got this invitation we we thought okay i know this is going to be a little bit out of our way but it's definitely worth it so let's just go for it so let's explain how out of the way it was so we were in winwood very cool art district of miami and we had to get to south beach we have never been to south beach before seen it on tv this is you know if you know the will smith song Welcome to Miami. This is where you're seeing him filming the music video. Yeah. This is the spot. This is the thong song. This is the the architecture of the pink and the blue. Like this is Miami Vice. The this is Miami. Yeah. And so we didn't know what to expect, but it was quite a ways away. And we were trying to figure out how to get there. And Miami, like, I guess I don't want to say like every city, but it's it's always one thing that surprises me how much one block from one other like you cross the street and you're in a completely different area where it's like fully developed beautiful you know beautiful heavily invested into and then you walk across the street and it's like whoa this place i think we got to put up our our shield we got to be a little bit protective and so we got to experience that as we were going from winwood down to south beach and that was, I have to say, that's always something that I'll never forget grasping when it comes to like a city. 
I experienced that in Bangkok, experienced in San Francisco. The only city that I never really experienced that in was probably Singapore, where you're like yeah. experiencing those transitions. Yeah, I think it, yeah, it's about gentrification. I think at the end of the day, is like those those transitional yeah. blocks, like, and it's all very interesting. And there's various different reasons why that occurs in and different quick, cities. Too, they are. It's like you go from one street or one block to the next, and it's completely different. And right. so, obviously, it shows there's still a lot of development um, happening, but also. It's a good way to to understand that there's just so many different a- sides, aspects mm-hmm. of a city, you yeah. know, than just the fancy high rise, well developed right. stuff, you know. And I think that's what you and I love is kind of that nitty gritty of like really truly experiencing a city. Yeah, and so, you gotta understand it because Wynwood, it's Wynwood's n- nicer for sure, but when it comes to like South Beach. That one's the one that they market as sunshine and rainbows. Yeah, that's like the, almost literally. <laughs> that's the tourist spot. But yeah. so, anyways, before we get into like how we got there, I think we should just say what we were going to. We were yeah. going to a museum. This museum yeah. that was that's basically what the invitation was about was going to this museum on South Beach. On, in South Beach, yeah. and it was called Art Tech House, mm-hmm. and this is a a, a museum that actually has different locations. So one's in Miami, one's in New York, and I believe one is in Atlanta Boston. or Boston. Yes, yeah, maybe it was Boston. I can't remember. So it was all on the East Coast. And so we got this, and basically what it was is a, it was a brand new exhibit that was opening that week yeah. for the first time. And that day was the very first opening day yes. of this exhibit, right, we, that they had been working on for a very long time. We had no idea what it was going to be like. We did know that it was partnership with Nifty Gateway, which is a online marketplace for acquiring non-fungible token pieces of art. Yep. And they were f- highlighting this artist, which we honestly never heard of. Yeah, it was a collaborative exhibit, basically, yes. that um, was between Art Tech House mm-hmm. and then a digital designer right. um, named Vince mm-hmm. Fraser. Mm-hmm. And it was also in combination with a really a beautiful poet. Yeah. Well, like world renowned, actually. Yeah. Ursula Rucker. Mm-hmm. So the, um, the exhibit was obviously in Art Tech House. The guy who actually created the designs, the digital work, um, was Vince Frazier. And then the, the person talking and the words that were in the background of yeah. these digital pieces was Ursula Rucker reading her own poems yes so that it was it was cool it was like a trifecta right and we didn't really know what to expect we had never heard of any of these artists or we had never heard of art tech house but we knew nifty gateway obviously and we thought well this is interesting and basically what it said on the invitation was there was going to be a silent auction that was going to be available online starting Mm -hmm. starting that evening everyone to everyone online yes but they were going to have two drawings of nft pieces of art two pieces of their collection Mm -hmm. that were going to be um, available to enter the drawing for, but you had to actually physically go there. Yeah. You had to experience the exhibit. Yeah. It wasn't something you could buy online. No, even if you had the link, you couldn't buy it online. Right. So you would walk. So basically this was, this was very new to us too. This is kind of also, like you said, bringing the digital into the real world. And so we're here, so we might as well take advantage of it. And we don't know how many people are going to go there either, but we just were excited to experience, you know, this was going to be for us the very first time we went into a, a museum where we had one exhibit and the whole exhibit, the entire museum was full of digital art. Yeah. So I want to I want to let everyone know we've had visions of how this kind of digital art could enter the physical world. And I've sometimes envisioned there like you enter a hotel room and right when you enter, there's 
a bunch of little frames on the wall. And I guess right now the most comprehensible image of this would be like a variety of tiny TVs. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all over the wall in places that look like you would be hanging a painting. And when you enter, you have the flexibility of making this hotel room your ideal hotel room by placing your own pieces of art in the locations you want. And now your hotel transitions from being a place of temporary stay to feeling more as though it's your home because it's partially designed in the way that you want it. Something that was, you know, you can't really do that with physical art. You're not going to bring your own paintings with yeah. you <laughs> to your hotel room. And so that was like one way that we kind of saw how digital art could be used. Then we started getting more and more into this and we're realizing that this also can be involved in the virtual world. But then how do you like bring it into the from the virtual world into the physical world where maybe the art pieces are perhaps a little bit more interactive. So sometimes you can buy like a non-fungible token and it will be like a, a, a piece of furniture that you could have in the virtual world. Now, you don't get to appreciate the piece of furniture, but it could be like a virtual sculpture right. that you could walk around in the virtual world. But in the real world, you can't really have a virtual sculpture that you could walk around but this museum showed me how the digital art can be more interactive yeah. and you can walk around it and experience it and in a weird way almost be in it yeah. in the physical world without you know, wearing a headset and being in virtual reality world. So that was, that was what we were in for and we were excited. So we arrived there long journey yeah we so, ended up taking the bus yes. i'll just say we were walking through and finding the bus stop i was like john where the heck are we going yeah. but we found the bus stop and i love what john said he was like look this is the best way if you really think about it this is the best way to really experience a city is going through their bus their yeah. main bus system which is absolutely that. true yeah. it's so true but regardless i mean part of the reason we went on the bus is because the surge of surge price of of uber ride shares uber and lyft are, was just insane and when we got on the bus we understood why because the traffic was insane that yeah. was something we did not expect but so anyways we got through the best traffic. part about a bus is it doesn't take into account the difference in price based on the traffic yeah. unlike uber <laughs> and so true. yeah we hopped on the bus had a nice chit chat going all the way down south beach long bridge i, I hate traffic but it reminded me of what traffic's like we arrived there and there's a line of people to get in. Like, it kind of looked like everyone was ready to go to the club. I honestly, at that point, didn't know if we were going to a club event or if we were going to a museum. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know what to expect at that moment. That we, we registered, and then we get, so we get, go up to the podium, and yep. you give them your name. And so we gave them our names, and they said, okay, cool, you're in. So just no, no, wait in okay, line. Okay, you're, you're in. Yeah, go to the back of the line. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, yeah, just go in line now. And so we did. And then um, they opened it. We got there like right before it opened. We were some of the first people, which was really fun. Um, and we were just really excited to see what this experience was like. Mm -hmm. And we walk in, and it's really very interesting. I mean, it's it's all black. It's very like dark. And, I, dark. and I will say it's some of the best experiences I've ever had in a museum are when you walk in and it's dark. So you mm. really are, you're almost like lose your sense of navigation. Like, wait, yeah. what am I going to experience? It almost, it heightens the experience uh -huh. in a way, well right? Said, yeah. And so you walk in, it's dark, and then you kind of turn a corner and you just all of a sudden see these huge screens just illuminated with so much, like so much motion and all these different, it was all digital art. It was like, and it was by Vance Frazier, um, and the, you know, the poem, you couldn't hear all of them, but, yeah. um, they all were also read by Ursula Rucker. And so immediately coming from the darkness and like seeing this like 
big light moment of yeah. all these different screens that you could look at. It was so exciting. And it was, it was yeah. immediately, I, I, we both kind of realized this is like, this is going to be an immersive experiential moment yeah. that I think in a way, mm-hmm. and that we can talk about this more when we conclude, that this is required for people to really fully grasp the the potential of NFTs, right. of digital so, native art. Yeah, so let, let's explain this art first off. So it's, it's not just a still image. These are videos made using a computer, pretty much. And they're all, I guess the ter- technical term would be, there's some form of computer animation. Yeah. And they're moving to tell some type of story in a poetic format. Mm-hmm. through the art piece complemented with the audio of a poem. Yeah. And the focus of this collection was looking at how, um, th- what it's like to be African-American in today's society. Yeah. And the kind of the, the vision of where, they, where, where we all want to see it go and how it has been uh, in the past and how perhaps a lot of us have not been fully aware of what's going on today right. until a few big moments happened in the news, in all honesty, just in the last few years, yeah. that kind of woke up people to recognize that there's this is still occurring. We're not, we're, there's still more racism in the United States than we want to admit. Yeah. And these art pieces were, I mean, they were moving and complemented with these poems you were starting to really start to understand how uh, what how, how true art can be impactful mm. in a digital format. Yeah, I, it, I don't know how else to explain it. That's really well said. It was like it was it was profound. I will say, and mm-hmm. and, and, and what was really interesting is, I mean, you felt almost like disoriented walking in because it was dark, and then you saw all of these all of these beautiful pieces and these images, and they were three D for the most part. You know, like a lot of three D digital art yeah. in terms of you know how it was designed, yeah. but it was all like Pixar obviously three D, not like virtual. Glasses, yeah, exactly. 3D. Yeah, yeah. Um, it wasn't just like a painting that was like you know had a little bit of motion. It was like this is full on. This is very very fascinating and beautiful beautiful stuff. Right. What was really interesting too is like we, we walked and we we turned a corner and there was this this projection almost on the wall, right? It was a projection of of one of the the, the digital pieces of art as well. Mm-hmm. And you walk by it and all of a sudden you kind of realize, wait, that looks kind of like me. That's a shape that's similar to me. And mm-hmm. then so it like there was they had different pieces where they actually put you in the piece of art. You became a part of the digital art, which if you think about that, wow. Like think about what the Louvre is made of. Like it's all just sculptures and all that stuff. And, and, and it's just there, it's not going to change. But the fact that you could walk into a museum and be a part of the artist's vision in a weird way. And it it almost immediately makes you feel more connected to it. You're just like, wow, this is amazing. This is, yes, the technology of this is amazing because it's like AR, right? Yeah, I think we we might have to give them an understanding of the visual itself. This is not like a mirror. This is not like a camera Mm -mm. just showing you like if you were to take a picture on your iPhone. This is more similar, but beyond this of like, you know, like Snapchat or when you're on Facebook Messenger and you can put like a, a face on yourself, yeah. but it like follows your face. It's using that type of technology. But what it did was the one that you're referring to. 
it broke your whole silhouette, your your body, yeah. and the dress you were wearing into different, almost like little dots, like molecules, and they were like silver, like like mercury liquid. Yeah. And as you moved around, these dots floated around, and it made a perfect silhouette of you. And then around it was the art with the deeper message. And so you were now a part of that digital art piece. Yeah. So it placed you from being an observer to being a, a contributor to making that art yeah. one of a kind and obviously significantly more relatable to you yeah. by being in it. Yeah, well said. And this is, it was so profound. I, I Maybe, I hope that you're kind of understanding what we're saying in a way that I mean, to me, the light bulb went on where I was like, wow, this is how art can create empathy. Like this mm-hmm. is, this is, this is not exactly right, but it, this is on its way to allow, like putting someone in there and making them feel connected in a way um, that other art can't really do. So it was like a 3D scan of my silhouette and the, the, the texture of this that, that John was just explaining mm-hmm. is, I don't know if you guys remember those, you know, that little toy where there was like a bunch of like, pins down and you put your hand in it and all of a sudden it like your hand (laughs) comes into like a 3d shape right when you push up on it that's kind of what it was like but it was like you could you could twirl around and it was literally scanning your three-dimensional silhouette and it was putting you in that it was so the animation and the technology behind that it's just really really cool and i have not ever seen that and never really felt like i was a part of an nft right like a of of a piece of art in general so that was cool and then we walk through the hallway down to where we know the drawing is going to happen where like the nifty gateway thing is happening because you don't really even see anything nifty gateway there you're just in this in vince frazier's art right now right you're literally in it throughout the whole walk through the journey it's not like a museum it's more like going through a tour of a of different parts of a room like almost yeah. like, it was almost like more similar to like walking through a haunted house yeah it was and it was being in a museum but it, obviously it wasn't a haunted house it was like hey feel this be a part of this and it was no human interaction there was no one there like at all as you're experiencing it there's no guide there's no one telling you what to do it's all self-exploratory. It is, yeah. And like it's almost like the art kind of guides you in a way, mm-hmm. you know. And, and to me, this is very fascinating in terms of my own research with design and wayfinding. Wayfinding is really just about like how one navigates naturally through a space, right? And this was so well designed in terms of like kind of just guiding you naturally right. through the hallway. This hallway, you, you, like the floor w- looked like it was moving. Like yeah, the, everything the, was going in one direction. Yeah. So it was like you got, you're supposed to obviously go down this tunnel. Yeah. And, and as it's going on, you're hearing, so this is when they're also playing around with the audio, you're hearing these poems of, of man, just like deep moving, like you're feeling it. Like you're, you actually have to like take a step back and listen to what they're saying to understand the whole journey of the experience that they're providing for you so that one when you're going through the hallway they have they have amazing 3d projection uh, projectors all around spinning but they also have this audio that's going on and you're just like whoa this is so much more meaningful than just experiencing being in a cool place and like being in a tunnel this is supposed to be transformative as you're going through there so we go to the very end and that's where the whole Nifty Gateway team was, and that's where you could actually participate in purchasing um, one of the NFTs if you're lucky enough to win a drawing, or you could even participate in the auction 
uh, itself, the one that's available to everyone online. And yeah. it was nice. They had them on display. They had them displayed perfectly. One thing that is so important to me with non-fungible tokens is they're typical. The ones that we find are most appealing are videos, and they're usually like a loop. Some are very short. Sometimes they're only a few seconds. Some of them are long. I think some of the longest ones we've seen are like four or five minutes. And the key is that the last image of the loop is the first image of the beginning. Yeah. And it's perfectly done where there's no interruption. And therefore, it's just ongoing the whole entire time. And they had these beautifully displayed on what most people would call TVs. They probably were TVs, but they were really good TVs for displaying art. And they had them perfectly looped, and you can experience them. They didn't have too much audio because the audio would have crashed into it. But they wanted you to see what they were presenting to you as an opportunity to to get involved. And overall, it was nice. Also, we got to talk to the Nifty Gateway people, which was, like, very insightful. Yeah, you turn the corner, and you see three large screens mm-hmm. that have three different pieces of art I think on it was them. actually four. Two were silent auctions. Two were drawings. Oh, okay, right. You're yeah. right. Four. Sorry. Four right there, big screens. Um, and what was really interesting about this was because this entire collection, this exhibit, was supposed to be in person mm-hmm. and on a very large scale. Like, I'm telling you, like, these digital pieces of art were very large scale on these huge walls, right? Um, they, The artists really had to consider making the, the digital art large and so in yeah. terms of you know the size of like the a big file, file a big so file be high quality exactly for a big screen exactly so this this in terms of you know what i've seen in nfts out there they specifically said here's the dimension and it is large it takes a while to load even like on you know on the computer because yeah. it's a it's a large size file so that people can display it and you extreme kind of extreme hd yeah it really was i mean high 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 def okay right. so which made it even more amazing i mean you really do when you look up close to it it is high def and it, you see the quality Tension there so anyways and then they have you know little stands with qr codes and the nifty gateway people are there and they're nice they're they were very nice they have they had champagne for people to drink too if they wanted and then on the right hand side actually where the nifty gateway people were was a camera a live feed with a a, a guy with a head with headphones on looking and kind of talking (laughs) to the nft or the nifty gateway people and i was like wait is that the guy and they're like yeah that's the artist that's vince that's vince i was like hey vince Fingers crossed, we get your, we would love it. Like, really great job. We love your display. Like, that was, like, basically all we wanted to say was, like, we are so happy to be here. This is unbelievable. I have chills all over my body mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of a thing. And, I, I mean, I'm sure he wishes he would have been there, but it was just cool that they even brought him in di- virtually. It yeah. almost kind of seemed like it was. To see how people are appreciating or not appreciating his pieces. And everyone there was definitely like, wow, this is really awesome. It the was, Nifty gate, yeah. pe- Gateway team. We're telling him, like, this is actually going way better than we thought it would. This is exciting. This is the first, because this was also the very first time that Nifty Gateway ever did something physical. Yeah. Um, as far as an art exhibit goes and enabling people to purchase the art after experiencing it. Yeah. Something that, I mean, this is a brand new realm. And it was awesome to be involved in that whole journey. Like, I'm, I am going to call it a journey. Yeah. Something in the digital world. I mean, how many people, there's a lot of people who own non-fungible tokens. There's a lot of people who know about them. But how many pe- people have really experienced them? Now, yes, you can experience it from the convenience of your own laptop right now in virtual reality. But how many have experienced it in the physical world? Yeah. And that was, to me, seeing the future. Yeah. And to see him looking at us on the big screen through the, what was it, like probably a Zoom call. Zoom, yeah. 
he was seeing us all appreciate it. And it was, I, I can only imagine that's got to be a really rewarding moment for him. Yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, everything else, it's just comments or anonymous people online who are, you know, buying it or commenting on it and whatnot. And it's, it's very different when you're in the real world. I think that that's one thing that was... Um, emphasized to both of us was the humanness of this really comes forward when you're actually physically there and you kind of can can understand the power and one one area i do want to just highlight because there was a lot of areas there was a there was up the stairs and all that stuff too but i want to highlight this area too but before we get to there we have to mention we also got the opportunity to meet the owner of all the museums there in that back room and he was a very nice guy and i was like are you gonna, you know, try to get some of these NFTs? And he was like, well, technically I kind of already have them. And I was like, <laughs> whoa, this is like, who are you? And he's very nice. And it, you know, that's awesome that he's being a part of this movement of helping people understand digital art in the real world. Yeah. So that's very forward thinking. And I tip my hat to that gentleman. Yeah. Well said. Cause honestly this, if you, I hope you guys get the chance to do this, this exhibits out there until November 6th. So, yep. um, it, it will change a lot of people's perspectives on what this yeah, it's is. Meaningful art. It, it, really it, meaningful. This, this, it was the best exhibit they could have, the, the, the best collaboration I think they could have opened with in terms of their first one. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So anyways, I'm glad that you brought that up, but I do want to highlight this one room that was, when we're talking about experience, whoa, <laughs> like goosebumps all over. I'm getting goosebumps right now just talking about it because yeah. it was this big, big room, right? Yeah. And there was no door. It was just a like a hallway, you know, just like a, a doorway, basically. You walk in and you see it's like hugely lit up. Yeah. All of a sudden, you, you look there, like first things that you're looking at, right? Uh, the floor and the ceiling are both black but they're reflective black material yeah. so yeah. that it's like it almost feels like you're completely immersed inside because yeah. you on the walls this is not tv these are not tv displays the walls were almost like as if you could paint tv screen on the wall mm. there was no seams there were yeah. no seams there were no frames it was just like the entire wall 360 you turn around except for that one hallway or mm-hmm. the, the doorway the whole thing was covered lined yeah. with like digital display yeah. a digital display material in right. which this nft all of a sudden this 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 piece <laughs> of digital art yeah. it, you walk in and because the the floor and the ceiling are both reflective you really do feel like you just walked into something right yeah. you just walked into a box of this digital art in the the poem this is the first time where i'm really listening to yeah. the words of the poem there's like seats by on ursula the, it, there's like a little bench in there for you to yeah, sit yeah there are in several there. several benches that you could just sit and that was the point and that feel it, it yeah you just or you're supposed to sit you're supposed to listen you're supposed to look all around you you're supposed to listen i think that was yeah. and this was so so incredibly powerful yeah. i mean this you know like all of his pieces of art you know, the title had the same and then it had like the semicolon and then it had the actual name, but mm-hmm. the the title of it was Visions of the Black Experience. Mm. And that to me was like, whoa, I didn't want to leave. I just wanted to sit there and like make sure I heard every single word and felt it and saw all the different things that were going on. It was a very all the little long intricacies. Loop too. It was a long loop and it was yeah. it was amazing. So, so that to me well, was the moment of like boom dang. Yeah, so, so I'm gonna try to give a little bit more of a visual to it. One they have this poem being read that's very moving that's not just happening from like one side of things it is moving around the room 
as the images are moving around the room. So they had, like, for example, they had um, old historical African masks that were displayed, very, very large. You know, this is all digital, so they're not the physical thing. This is on the screen. And they're moving around the entire room, like full 360. And as those are moving and transforming and changing around the room, you're hearing the voice and the voice is moving around the room, yeah. synchronized perfectly with how you're experiencing it 360. And it's all, it's very intimate too. Yeah. I want to emphasize that. This is like low ceilings. And it is like when you said the black paint on the floor and the ceiling is reflective, it is fully encompassing you when you're in that room. Nothing else matters. You're focused on what's going on. Where are you supposed to look? Where are you not supposed to look? And they're like trying to like show you other things that are going on when your attention goes beyond where the focal point is. And it's all around you. And so you could stay in there, find new little moments. There's photos integrated with the 3D animation and there's just so much going on. And it definitely was the one time in my life where I could say I felt as though I was in the art piece yeah. i wasn't a piece of the art but i was within the art piece itself yeah and it felt it felt pretty wild i never experienced anything like that and it took my whole concept of what are non-fungible tokens and what are their potential utility and capabilities to a far beyond level than what i ever thought prior honestly yeah well said i it, it was really amazing i have to say in terms of appreciating the art, appreciating what the art was about, appreciating what the words in the poem were about. It was, no one was talking in there. There might've been a few other people, a handful of people in there with us had no idea. Everyone was listening. No one was talking. Everyone was listening. And it kind of just reminds me of, I don't know. I always like had this, uh, this idea that when I was younger, that it would, wouldn't it be so cool if you could just like walk inside of a piece of art right mm -hmm. like like looking at a van gogh and you can like touch it and actually be immersed inside of it what would that feel like that is exactly we what we felt and yeah. wow what a time to be alive and yeah. so it really it validated a lot of stuff for us but more importantly it gave us an experience that we will never forget and um i think that art especially in this format has the potential to really um make people feel a certain type of way in a positive direction right yeah. help new people way of changing perspective exactly a new way of changing perspectives and yeah highly recommend it i think you know we're on a we're, this is gonna be an interesting journey in the next you know five to ten years in terms of art and stuff like that but this is this was definitely a pivotal moment for us in terms of how people maybe can understand the value of digital art moving forward beyond just where it is right now yeah so. go seek out those types of experiences they are game-changing life-changing sure. and worth it so we appreciate you all thank you so much that was fun quinn I that appreciate was fun you. thanks for tuning in we'll talk to you tomorrow bye, bye.